You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back for our second hour, our second COVID-free hour on Real Presence Live. Uh, I'm your host with my wife. I'm Jack Kennelly, and with me is my beautiful wife. Not to be confused with my intelligent wife, <laughs> who is one and the same person. <laughs> who isn't here today. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I tell you, I backed myself into a corner on that one. <laughs> oh. Yeah, <laughs> see, that's okay. It's good to laugh. Yeah, we'll work it out after the show. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, our our next hour, or excuse me, our next half hour, I didn't mean to scare you there, Delilah. We have Delilah Mayer from Mott, North Dakota, and she's going to be talking to us about finding God in the nursing home. And so, uh, Delilah, why don't you, um, or I guess the, the technical Title, I guess, if we would call it, of your 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 visit today is finding God in the broken and beautiful in a nursing home. So, why don't you introduce yourself? Okay, I'm Delilah Mayer. I'm from Mott, North Dakota. I'm married to Francis Mayer, and we've been married for six years. And we have five children. One is in heaven already, mm-hmm. and we have fifteen grandchildren. And uh, that's. Um, that's pretty much what what I'm about. I'm a, um, a housewife. I never, I'm an um, elementary teacher, but I never did teach uh, because I had four kids in four years. I'm a good Catholic. You taught a lot. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say, but just not in a classroom. <laughs> yes, oh. well, I did some subbing, oh. but on the whole, I didn't have to. One of the graces of my marriage is not only did I get a wonderful, good husband that I prayed for all my life since I was two. I said a rosary every day for a good husband, one that wouldn't cuss and that was a good Catholic and that would love the Lord with all his heart, soul, mind, and strength, and I got him. Oh. So I've had a good life. Um, now that I'm in the nursing home for six years almost, it's a different story. It's harder in a lot of ways, uh, my life, but it's good, and that's what I wanted. That's what I wrote about the book, uh, about the book, in the book, it was uh, everybody was telling me um, that knew me, why don't you put this in a book? Why don't you put this in a book? So I thought, well, I guess maybe I should. So I did write another book um, about my son who died 11 years ago from brain cancer, mm-hmm. only 40 years old, and left three little kids, heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, so I, I started writing with my granddaughter this new book, and she would come from the University of Mary every weekend, and I would talk and she would type because I couldn't talk. Uh, what I had was um, Guillain-Barre disease, which which totally made me um, totally, in, I, I couldn't even, the only thing I could do was move my head. I was totally paralyzed. And so uh, as I got better, she, she came and uh, did the typing for me. And so then when I got to, when I got home to Mott, because I wasn't getting any better, I, I still can't walk by myself. And that's really something I work at every day, but it's just not moving uh, where I'd like it to be. And so, you know, as soon as I was finished with rehab there and PT, I came home because uh, I just wanted to be home so badly. And the nursing home here is just a joy to me. It's, um, I'm home. Aww. And my husband is only a block away from me. And 
so he brings me bananas and takes care of me, gets me my stamps and things. And and uh, the hard part about being so close is that we weren't all that close at times because of the COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, he couldn't come in and I couldn't go out. And so that was a time to really uh, abandon your my life even in a deeper way to the Lord and, and just say, okay, whatever you want is okay with me. So that's kind of the story of, of where I'm at now. Um, I don't know how I can tell you without bragging about this, but the nursing world isn't so bad. It's really a blessing to be here. Somebody's taking care of me, first of all. Secondly, I'm home. Thirdly, there's a real mission in here. There's so many people in a nursing home that are so lonely. And I don't have to tell you that. Most people would know that. Well, but anyway. Uh, and you're alluding to, to the times that we're living in. I um, Could you speak to the, the increase in that loneliness, Delilah, during the last year? Yes. Um, I think the hardest thing for me, I'm a very outgoing person. I just love people. And I think the hardest thing about the COVID was that I couldn't go out anymore. Because when I first got home, I could go out. And I could go to Mass, and I could see all my people I loved. And I, I teach a, a CYO class of uh, kids that have been confirmed, and I couldn't see them anymore. And um, and then even in the nursing home, you know, I couldn't touch anybody. You know, and you have to wear a mask for everything. And, and I just thought, oh, this is so hard, you know. I said, well, Lord, if I can't love them, then you have to love them for me. So what I could do is just stay six feet away and yell at them, basically, because most of them can't even hear, you know, and, uh, and, and, and just do the best I could. And it was a real sacrifice. I don't think people realize uh, what older people go through when they're in a nursing home. Um, it's just really hard when you can't see your loved ones. You know, and, and you can't touch people. I think that's, that, that was the hardest part for me. And that human... And then I thought, oh, go ahead. The, the, I was just going to say the human touch is so important, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, whenever I could, I did it. Because Good for I you. Felt Shh, she's a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear that here. <laughs> that's right, exactly. Yeah. But mm-hmm. anyway... Um, I have to tell you that I'm really learning to love here. I don't know how to love. I'm not patient at times, and I'm not caring like I should be. And so every day I'm thinking, okay, Lord, how do you want me to do this? And what do we get to do today? You know, kind of thing. I do the Bible study here because nobody can come in. The, the pastors can't come in and out because of COVID. So I did the Bible study here, and um, I just found a lot of things to do in here that that I could do. And mostly it's just encourage people. Yeah. I've done 40 years of ministry for with, with youth in my parish, and so I just love the teenagers. But I'm learning to love these older people when they can't even talk back. Do you, do you cover a lot of, I would imagine you cover a lot of this in your book. Yes. Did, yes can I you t- tell us tell us a little bit more about the book? And, and, and before we even get further, tell us, uh, if someone were to be interested and wanted to get it, how would, uh, you know, where would they get it? Okay, they could get it on Amazon, and it's under my name, Delilah Hulk Mayer. My maiden name is Hulk, and it's, of course, the name of the book is Finding God in the Broken and the Beautiful in a Nursing Home, and it's for $10, and uh, 
that's that's how you can get it. Um, I usually uh, get it some places in Bismarck. The other book that I wrote about my son, I had it at the Mayo Clinic, but I haven't asked them yet if they wanted to take to do it again. So basically, it's, it would be online. Okay, so that. Go ahead, Dreen. You had a question. I do. I, this isn't about the book, but Jack, if you had a well, well, I just book, wanted to repeat for our listeners the name of the book is "Finding God in the Broken and Beautiful in a Nursing Home" by Delilah Hauk Marys. Hauk H A U K C K H A C K Yeah. E K. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's my maiden name. Yeah. Believe it or not, there are three other Delilah Mayors, and they spell their name exactly the way I do. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, well, Popular make sure you name. get this book yeah. from the right one. Yeah. That's right. Could you go back for just a moment? Um, and, and could you say anything about you experienced great pain and having to leave your home? You surrendered to it and you've embraced it, and now. Um, you your 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 life is bearing great fruit um in that can you say anything about how you arrived there i mean that is quite a journey well it's all god's grace and mercy mm. and basically i can't do this i i i just want my life back but that's not going to happen at this point and so i have to make the best of it my dad used to say make the best of whatever god gives you and offer it to him, and just offer it as a living sacrifice, and you'll watch God do more miracles in you. You know, I'm a sinful person every day. I go before the Lord, and I just say, okay, you know, I'm sorry again. Mm-hmm. You know, and he forgives me, and we start over again. You know, God is so good. And I, I think what I want to portray in the book, above everything else, is that God is so good to us. And he wants so much to use us to bring about about the truth about who he is and how much he loves us. And so basically every day, um, I just learn to love, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just because, you know, he just, he, he wants so much for me to be a pure vessel and I'm not there yet. Yeah. But, you know, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, when I got that 50 years ago, changed my life totally, you know, just it- totally. This is this is interesting, you know, talking about living a full life, and most people don't uh, think in those terms when they think in terms of, uh, you know, having to live in a nursing home, even though yeah. the nursing homes do everything they can uh, to uh, make their uh, facilities a place for living. Yeah, yeah, they really try hard. I, you know, this one and, and Maud here is just especially sweet to me because we have so many people that volunteer to help here. And then when the COVID happened, they couldn't come in, you know. And, and so we really had to make our own entertainment here. You know, we had to make our own fun, you might say. Mm-hmm. And uh, the activity department here is just terrific. We, we get to do six things a day here. It's just amazing well, the effort that they put into to helping us be happy here. Um, I think the thing that I that I, I love most about being in the nursing home, and I do love it at, most of the time, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, is that I just have so many people to love here. What, what is the name of your nursing home? Let's give it a plug here. <laughs> it's called Good Samaritan. Yeah. 
Okay, well, uh, Delilah, hold on. We're coming up on a break here. We want to uh, remind our listeners to to stay tuned because we have more of our discussion with uh, Delilah Hauk-Mayer about her book and about her life in the nursing home and how she's finding a fulfilled life there. And uh, we'll see you all on the other side of the break. So stay tuned. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision provides eye exams for the whole family and specialty services like vision therapy and custom contact lenses. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Moto Eyewear, which gives away a pair of glasses to a child in need for every frame sold. We are so grateful for your support and grateful to be supporting RPR. You can learn more about our mission at Lumen.Vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, I'm Father Chris Alar. In this world of suffering and pain, we've all experienced loss, especially the death of someone we love, and it's never harder than it is with suicide. In our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and for You, we want to be able to help you. We know that the pain and suffering is great, but we also know that we we can get through it. So please visit suicideandhope.com to learn more. Thank you. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, Real Presence Radio listeners. We're delighted to have with us in this um, segment Delilah Mayer, who is uh, an incredible blessing and witness from Mott, North Dakota. And she's telling us the story of how she came to write the book, Finding God in the Broken and Beautiful in a Nursing Home. And she is speaking and writing from firsthand experience. So welcome back. And um, Delilah, again, thank you so much for being with us this morning. Well, it's a joy to be with you. I've been with you a few other times, and I know Janelle really well. So we're really friends. Oh, yep. <laughs> I think Janelle knows everybody in our listening area. Yep. And to know her is to love her. <laughs> that is for sure. Isn't that the truth? She's a doll. Isn't she? About being a doll. Yep. Yep. She just, she just okay, lives. There are, some things, yeah, there are some things I want to share with you. 
there was a little gal when I first got to Moss that was blind, and she was a little older than than, than I was. And um, uh, I would ask her, um, she never complained, never. So I asked her why she doesn't complain. And she said something so profound. She said, I wouldn't do that to my children. Oh, and I just went, wow. isn't that beautiful? Yes. So not only, you know, um, do I try to love these people, these people are just a blessing to me, too. And those that are hurting the most is the ones you reach out to. Those are the loneliest. You know, at mealtime, I usually go around and visit with all the people, uh, even if it's just a few minutes, just to touch them and, and ask how their day is and things. But um, people like like I just told you that story, you know, and I thought about that, and I thought, you know, when I first got sick, what happened was um, I saw um, an undercover video of of not only the an abortion, but that they were using the parts, you know, to to sell. Mm-hmm. Just break my heart. And um, and I, I sat down on my table and I just wept and I said, "Lord, if you can use me, I'm willing." And I meant it. And the next day, I couldn't hold a glass of water. And I never complained about this because I knew he was going to use it. Honest to God, and it's all grace and mercy that I never complained about it. But I would just give it to him and say, okay, God, what, what do you want here? So I ended up in Bismarck, and uh, I did start a um, prayer group down there. It's called um, the Songbirds. Um, uh, about, I'm thinking 15 years ago, but the people that are listening will say maybe it was longer. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway... Um, Anyway, those people came to be with me so much and to love me, and and we prayed together every Monday. And uh, they were so good to me. And then from that, stemmed other people that wanted to be in Bible study. So we did, uh, on Saturday and Sunday and Monday, we did Bible studies. It just just grew, and it was a beautiful thing. So anyway, um, I look back on it now, and I just say, Oh, God, your grace is so good. Your grace is so good. The blood that you shed for us is is so wonderful. And so being in Mott now, it's, um, I met with my teenagers again. I've been teaching for all these years. And, and just when I, go, I just got to go to church on Easter Sunday for a year, I hadn't been with my people. And I would teach the kids through, through um, you know, every week through, the, through the, my phone. And so I haven't been able to see these kids, you know. And three of the guys came up to me and, and that I've been teaching on Easter Monday and just said, it's so good to see you. I wish we could give you a hug, but I had to wear a mask and stuff yet. And, and that, that's, the, that's the grace of, of sharing the good news. When you have young men come up to you and say what they say, you know, um, it's just precious to me. And I have a real thing for, for young men. If you can get a young man to love the Lord, to teach them how to give their hearts to Jesus, and to really read the scriptures every day and really listen to good music, they can save a whole family. So true. And you, yeah. and you know that, and I know that. And, you know, my husband is, is, a, is a perfect example of that. All our kids walk with God and the grandkids. I, I, and it's all because he taught them. I think you he need to, to excuse me, Delilah, but I think you need to write another book aimed at young men. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to do that. In fact, I'm thinking about it, to be yes. honest with you. Yes. I, you know, because it's, it's so important. 
So you are still doing youth work, even, and you're serving the, the elderly in the nursing home at the same time. You have a servant's yeah. soul. There is no doubt about it. Oh, what a beautiful example. Well, the Lord is good in me. I'm not good in myself, but mm-hmm. he's good mm-hmm. in me. I can say that mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it's a joy to, to be his servant. Well, and you've, been, you've opened yourself, obviously, to be the channel of that for others. It doesn't stop with you. It, it flows right through you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, there are days when I want to get out of here so bad and just, you know, be with my husband. He's older than I am, and I should be taking care of him, but I'm. he's taking care of me. So um, all I can say is, Lord, I'm doing the best I can. If I'm going to walk again, it's going to be because of because you're going <laughs> to allow it, you know. Mm-hmm. We're just going to continue to praise the Lord for every day he gives me here. And to it's just every day it gets exciting. I, I don't know what he's up to. This morning I was listening to a song by Hillside. It's called Spirit Lead Me. And I'm going to read you the, the words because it's so beautiful. Spirit lead me when my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander and my faith would be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. Isn't that beautiful? It's so beautiful. It's it so beautifully expresses that trust and surrender that your life is is an example yep. of, too. Yeah, exactly. Oh, thank and it, you. I can't do this. I can't be happy in a nursing home unless the Lord does it for me. I mean, I, I'm just relying on Him for every bit of it. Mm-hmm. And when I push the button and I have to wait a long time for them to come... And I just say, okay, Lord, I commit this to you, and I'm going to praise you till they come. So I, I do a lot of praying, mm-hmm. and I'm not bragging about that, but I do a lot of praying, you know, because sometimes they can't come because they have other people they have to take care of, you know. So, Lord, you just got to take care of it. I trust you, you know. Yeah. So I walk on water every day here. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Notwithstanding Guillain-Barre syndrome. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to let it keep you down. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And you can hear it in your voice. <laughs> and Thank it's you. so beautiful. Thank you. I, I do love, though, that you mentioned that you do have downtimes. I mean, that's, that's part of human life. Um, yeah. And, yeah. you know, and just... We have to acknowledge that, and we have to say, that's okay, too, but not stay there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's okay to even stay there for a little bit mm-hmm. and just cry. You know, I cry at night. You know, I want my life back. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've got a better life here in a lot of ways because this is what God's called me to do. And, and he's so in it with can, you, right. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So... I look back on my life, and it's been a good life. Not been easy, but it's been a good life. So I'm looking forward to seeing him face to face. And I, I dedicated the book to the face of God. Um, and the sisters that used to be in Hague, North Dakota, taught me all about that. And uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing his face. In fact, pretty soon, I'm 78 years old. It should be pretty soon, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> yeah. I'm 71. I'm close to that. I'm hoping yeah. to, I'm shooting for 100. <laughs> but you know, a friend of, a friend of mine said once which I thought was so beautiful when when she was diagnosed with um 
you know, very serious cancer. And she's still living. It was many years ago. She said, it's a win-win situation. If I don't make it, I win, you know, on the way to heaven. If I do make it, I win. I get to serve more here. So that's right. kind of what I hear in your voice, too, Delilah. Well, yeah. let me tell you a little story about before I left Bismarck. A little Native American, lovely woman that was 100 years old, came to see me, and she was in my prayer group. And she said, can I pray for you? And I thought, oh, boy, here we go. So she prayed over me, and she said, Lord, give this woman many, 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 many years to serve you. Mm. And I thought, how many? <laughs> <laughs> I love your and sense I, of humor. I think he'll. I think I suspect he'll give you just the right amount. <laughs> yes. I, in fact, in fact, he gave me Psalm ninety-one after that, yeah. and verse fourteen to sixteen says, uh, "I will deliver him and glorify him in their old days, in length of days, and I will satisfy them and show them my salvation." Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's what I can say that my life is. I'm satisfied with my life. Mm-hmm. I like it different at times, but on the whole, I'm happy to be here. You know, Delilah, um, Jack and I were at Mass this morning, and the priest um, homily, the, the la- he, he gave us some beautiful concrete things to do um, in prayer. And he's, the last thing he said was, say to the Lord, let me be yours right here. And your life is just the perfect example of living those those words that Father spoke at the end of his homily this morning. Oh, bless his heart. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and it's it's a God yeah. thing. He he gave him that inspiration, and then we get to interview you today. <laughs> so it wasn't well, an accident. Well, the Lord knows how to do that, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. 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 And then he surprises Jack, us every day. We just have one minute, Jack. Can you remind the, the listeners how to get the um, book that Delilah wrote? Okay, the book is called Finding God in the Broken and Beautiful in a Nursing Home, and it's by Delilah Hauk Mayer. Is that how you're identified as the author, Delilah? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it is available on Amazon, and I think mm-hmm. you mentioned one other uh, source, or maybe not. Uh, well, I, I, I haven't called the Bismarck people yet uh, at Mayo Clinic. Okay. And so I have to do that to see if they want to sell it. Sure. Right. Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it sounds like it, it would be a very inspirational book based on your experiences. So we're coming up on our break right now. We want to thank you, Delilah. This has been a fun interview. Yes. And, uh, Inspiring. I wish, yeah. And uh, let's, let's get this COVID stuff. Oh, this was a COVID-free zone. I shouldn't yeah. have said that. Well, <laughs> let's get this coronavirus stuff done so we, we can get you guys... You know, the visitors that you should be seeing and outside a little bit more, too, as well. Thank you so much and for your witness, Delilah. You're welcome. But please pray for rain. We're really dry out here. Okay. Yes. Yes, we will. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, okay. All you okay. all you listeners, pray for rain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. All right. Thank you so much, and God bless you. Okay, Thank you, you God too. bless you, too. Okay, we're coming up on a break here real soon. Okay, I'm getting the nod from Trez, so let's go for it. Stay tuned. We got another segment of uh, Real Presence Lives with Father, Father Carlos Martins to talk about the treasures of the church. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Yeah, please come to mind. I'd love to have you. 